You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show. <laughs> this song is so appropriate for tonight's episode. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for Once Upon a Time, Season 2, Episode 7, titled Child of the Moon. I'm Kathy Kelly, and joining me tonight is... Hi, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And good evening. I'm Kaori Take. And, of course, tonight's episode was all about Ruby, the she-wolf. Yes. (laughs) And um, overall thoughts, what did you guys think of tonight's episode? I liked it. I thought it was a little bit of a slower pace, which was nice after all the information we were given last week and the week previous. It was kind of nice to slow it down and have it kind of a mellow night for once upon a time. I agree. And I love Ruby. Like, she's one of my favorite characters, even from season one so to get to see more of her wolf and backstory I loved seeing how they all play that out I'm kind of the opposite I thought it was um, you know a slow pace and it was not as revealing as I wanted to be but I guess I'm an impatient person (laughs) so I like want more answers as fast as possible so yeah we did get some answers at the end of the episode regarding um dreams and how maybe they can be used to um communicate maybe they are a portal we still don't Mm know um i know that a couple of us listened to the official podcast for once upon a time and kitness and horowitz did say that we would learn more about the dreams in some upcoming episodes um sounded like pretty soon yeah like it was gonna be a fast turnaround with that and I mean, since that was last week and it was a, a, you know, podcast after last week's episode, maybe Mm -hmm. this was just what they were talking about. (laughs) This little snippet of the dreams. Hopefully we'll learn more. Yeah. We Um, need more. Yeah. They also mentioned that we'll find out by the end of the season what is in the box. Oh, from last yeah. last episode. We'll yeah. see what August had in that box. Crying. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking back on my prediction about like the enchanted heart. And I was like, that was a bit too extreme. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm but I agreed with you. With yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. still agree with you. But yeah. I watched the episode again, and I know some of the other predictions were that there was a fairy in there, but. Both or, hearts and fairies glow. Hmm, so I feel yeah. like it wasn't that because we didn't really see anything that was glowing. And I heard another theory that it might be like a drawing of Rumpelstiltskin's dagger. Yeah. Which August did have in yeah. season one. Um, he showed it to Mr. Gold in one of the episodes. So, And that that would um, 
work really well if Neil is Bay. Is Bay, yeah. yeah exactly. Otherwise, it wouldn't really convince an average <laughs> right. Joe that magic yeah. exists. What is this drawing that you yeah. have of a dagger? <laughs> exactly. What a fancy looking dagger you got there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully that'll get answered maybe before uh, we go on hiatus. That would be nice. That'd be the next nice. couple episodes. Unfortunately, we um, won't have an episode next week because they will be off for what award show is it? The American yeah. Music Awards. Stupid American <laughs> Music Awards. <laughs> Messing with our once upon a time time. I know. I we you. we want more answers. <laughs> exactly. We more more answers. I guess it's it's um, a preview for what we're gonna have to miss in. In, upcoming weeks yeah. <laughs> for Christmas and all the other holidays. Well, maybe we can just rewatch it again. And yes, but it is a good opportunity to catch Absolutely. up. But at least the you know the hurricane or um, the election messed with our schedule. It did, like, yeah. Like it affected all the other shows. Yeah. That's true. I guess we were lucky in that sense. So if so. you think about it, we're still good. Yeah, <laughs> we're on track. But let's let's talk about tonight's episode. It was while it was slower. I feel like it still had a lot of information. Yes. Um, that needs to be discussed, and uh, it started out with a big plot point. The dwarfs have been mining for um, fairy dust for weeks now, and I mean it may have just been a couple days in <laughs> Storybrooke, but it was weeks in our mind, and. Um, Grumpy ends up finding this hole full of diamonds that can be um, made into fairy dust. So, Which is great that they finally found something because they've been down there for what feels like forever looking for anything. And um, I thought that was great that they finally were able to find something. And hopefully mm-hmm. they're able to use this fairy dust in a way to help. Um, yeah. we, well, we learned at the end yeah. of the episode that King George or Spencer kind of ruined the way they thought they were going to use mm-hmm. it but there still has to be another use for but there the fairy is dust. an exorbitant amount there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um i believe the the blue fairy i can't quite remember her real name um but she said that just a small amount would be enough so i'm wondering what are they going to do with the rest of it mm-hmm. i'm sure that there is going to be some use for the fairy dust that they have i mean geppetto's still around and he was able to kind of mold that tree into a portal maybe they can use fairy dust to help with another sort of portal that he could yeah craft out or something i i think that somehow the fairy dust is gonna find its way to make itself extremely useful and maybe it won't need the hat maybe the hat won't need to be refabricated well i know that i feel like jumping um lands is one of the hardest things to do Mm -hmm. even if you do have magic um you know, they had to have a curse that was the thing that brought them to Storybrooke. And there were only very few portals. I mean, we know that there aren't any magic beans left, or we're assuming that there aren't any magic beans left. That was the last of the enchanted trees. So, unless a few grew over those right. 28 years. <laughs> or maybe that's all that we know of or that they know of. Maybe. Yeah, maybe there's. Yeah. Maybe there's more hidden in another world. Maybe. <laughs> They got to find a way to bring us back. Please. (laughs) They're still stuck. Yeah. So uh, we got a lot of answers about Ruby and more of her backstory. And we all know she was a wolf. Uh, She killed her um, 
her true love, Peter. Peter. A few. When was that? That what was season first, season. first season. First season. Okay. I thought that was. And um, tonight we see a new love interest, potentially Billy. Gus Gus. Gus Gus. Such a. <laughs> it was cute that they they tied him in, but we realized very soon on when we were watching that his character wasn't going to be around long. Yeah, it didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he, I mean, they hadn't really had a chance to catch up after the curse was lifted. Um. But Billy wants to get to know Red because he already knows Ruby. Um. He suggests some drinks, and she says that she cannot go or I guess Belle saves yeah. her mm-hmm. and um, it's because she's going to turn or at least she thinks she's not sure at this point if she's going to turn or not because she can't find her red cloak anywhere so she doesn't yeah, think yeah. it came over and the thing which is something that we talked about last week about how yeah. maybe the cloak didn't make the trip with right. her over to Storybrooke mm-hmm. yeah we were wondering where it went Got yeah. our answer. yeah we did <laughs> we found out that uh, uh, King George. King George. I was thinking Spencer. of his Spencer. Yeah. Yes, um, Spencer had it all along. That's <sighs> that yeah. man. And when, when did when did he make his way to um, Storybrooke? Because we see him in Storybrooke in this season. He showed King up George? briefly yeah. he, in season one. Yeah, season one. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he's been there since the curse enacted. Okay, because I I vaguely remember him in season one for some reason. He was. Just, just he had a it. much smaller role. Yeah, he was like the attorney yeah. in mm-hmm. um, Mary Margaret's yeah. trial. He was. We saw more of him last season when um, he was in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you for reminding me. In case any <laughs> viewers were lost, just like me. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost. Speaking of lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Marissa actually pointed out when we were uh, watching the episode the the time on the clock it wasn't eight fifteen. It wasn't. It was eight twenty, which I'm hmm. guessing might have another meaning to it. <laughs> maybe I was thinking I, it's probably not the case, but maybe they filmed a scene and it was eight fifteen, and then the clock kept kept going, and they had to do a second take. Uh, <laughs> and they just forgot the to fix it. But I really don't think that they're that clumsy. Yeah, um, no. I think that everything is completely thought out on that production set. And um, that probably isn't the case. Yeah. But just in my mind, that's what I like to think. Um, so let's talk more about Ruby. Uh, we see her past. Um, we see her in Storybrooke. But more on her past. Um, we see her relationship with Snow. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Snow and her are escaping or running from the queen's guards, and uh, it happens to be a full moon. And Ruby's um, cape is torn. She's worried that she's going to attack Snow, so they decide to split up. During that time, she finds or she meets this guy, Quinn, who happens to also be um, a oh, werewolf. Yeah. Which I had a question. I can't remember. Do Ruby's eyes, or Red's eyes, do they glow like the other wolves were doing? I think we saw that last time she changed. Okay. I just couldn't remember that. that And I saw everyone else's eyes doing it. And I was like, oh, that's a cool trick. They're beautiful. Mesmerizing eyes. I know. (laughs) Orange eyes. (laughs) We saw Quinn's eyes glow. And I'm like, oh, he's a wolf too. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. 
instantly yeah. took it there, but yeah, yeah. Ruby did. And not only are we introduced to Quinn, but we're also introduced to Ruby's mother, who mm-hmm. we thought was dead. Yes, Anita. And she's kind of, I don't know, she's kind of mean about the whole thing. Yeah. I kind of felt, I mean, it wasn't really Red's fault that Granny kidnapped her when she was a baby. She's more jaded. She yeah. A female dog. Literally. It didn't feel like a family reunion of happiness. And like when you skip from that scene and then the next time you see them, she's already telling her the story. I know they had to speed up on it, but it just didn't feel like a heartwarming reunion. It seemed very weird. Right? How, mm-hmm. how quickly uh, Red decided she was okay with yeah. that yeah. being her mother. Because mm-hmm. um, you'd think, I mean, okay, so Granny took me away but why didn't you fight why didn't you come back why Mm -hmm. haven't you tried to get in contact with me since if you've been around this whole time yeah i mean i felt like it was weird having her say mother mother like just yeah right just felt weird calling her anita still and i want to know a little backstory about granny i hope that comes up sooner or later because Mm -hmm. i want to know why she lied if that was really the case and kidnapped her and all that stuff do you think that um ruby is or presently has you know, issues with Granny because Granny lied to her for so long? I don't... It doesn't seem like it. They seem a lot closer than she was to her mom. I mean, well, granted, I mean she was yeah. with her for a couple hours, but... Granny did save Ruby in the end, yeah. too. So, I, I don't know. They have such a strong relationship. I don't think that something like that would affect it. They, I, do I, their, so. they have their moments when they kind of mm-hmm. do aggravate each other I mean there was you know last season when Ruby essentially quits her job there and goes off Um, so I don't think that she's harboring any hard feelings towards Granny but maybe there's still just a little bit that kind of plays into their kind of knocking of heads that's that's why I think there's like a backstory that eventually we might hear about like why Granny did the things she did and why Ruby is so sympathetic to whatever happened in the past I kind of feel like Granny maybe did it because I mean she did explain that she was a wolf at one point mm-hmm. and you yeah. know she knows what it's like so maybe she was just trying to help her not protect. have to go through yeah. protecting it's yeah. i feel like everyone has their own way of protecting someone and this is just granny. granny's best idea probably isn't the best way to go about it she probably should have told ruby from the the very beginning but we need to learn just be honest from the beginning <laughs> oh it's hard and i guess then- <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is um but this whole scene, um, we saw a lot more of Ruby's personality, and it seemed like she really did want to just be accepted. Um, you know, she finds all of these people. She finds Quinn. She finds her mother. She finds the rest of the wolf pack. Wolf and pack. it seems like their wolf pack grew by one that day <laughs> because Ruby wanted to join them. Um, you know, Snow comes to find her, and Ruby decides that she wants to stay with them. She she's found her people. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be accepted, and that's you know um, when you surround yourself with people. You, she just got there, and that's what she always wanted to you know accept the fact that she was a wolf, mm-hmm. and these people did. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I compl- which is you know why she wanted to stay. I was kind of confused by um, you know how Ruby past Ruby learn to control herself as a wolf, why she couldn't remember that immediately when she was in Storybrooke. 
I kind of I kind of took it as it's not that she didn't remember how to control it, but she was just scared because she hadn't turned in 28 years. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know if it was going to be like pent up, like so it was going to be a big, huge awakening or even how it was going to work being in Storybrooke now because we know that magic hasn't been working the same way as it has in yeah. the past. So maybe she was just scared and just as a precaution wanted more of like safety measures set up but it seemed like the first night she definitely couldn't control it because she escaped from the the freezer maybe she just wanted to run free but yeah she couldn't control it that much but she did just run into the woods she ran into the woods but she was also she blacked out which is the thing that her mother said if you know you think that it's a monster if you think that it's a wolf taking over your body, you're going to black out. It's going to Mm -hmm. control you. But if you accept that the wolf is a part of you, you are the wolf, then you can control your actions. I I think she was just like super rusty, 28 years, you know. So she blacked out because she didn't have full control. But by the second night, like when she turned, Mm -hmm. he was saying like, I know, you know, and she wasn't like attacking them. She was just kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the big thing. She was just right. really scared. Mm-hmm. And maybe when you're scared, it kind of can kind of cloud your judgment on remembering how to do things yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I guess it does seem like in um, the past fairy tale land, she didn't have that much experience. Uh, she only had one night with she, them, really. She had she one night. I mean, she could have worked on it <laughs> until, you know. Emma was born, mm-hmm. which might have been a few years. We don't know how long that time was in between, um, you know, Snow finding her. And yeah, then. and then Emma being born. It may have been a year. It could have been several. Yeah. Um, I think but, it's definitely something that she continued to work on what she learned that first night with mm-hmm. them and get better at doing it. She she wants to accept being both. Yeah. 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 I kind of found it hard to believe that she did it overnight. I think that was be just something that be um, it, it would take time to learn how to control, but she, she did it in one night. Well, she so. had guidance. Yeah, she did have guidance, but I just found it hard. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I thought night. it was quick. But, I mean, what if you thought that you were one way your entire life? What if you thought that you were an outcast, and then one day you found, you know, ten people that were exactly like you? They wanted to accept you, and... It's it's much easier to accept yourself that way, right? But it's not it's not well, in my opinion, like it's not so quick to be like. Even if you believe all that, I don't think it takes overnight to be able to change something that you're so used to in your whole lifetime. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know, maybe it. She only did it for a few minutes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess well, she did say she that she remembered she everything. Yeah, and, I, and when she woke up, I thought that they were going to ask her and that she would say, oh, I remember up to this point. And they're like, okay, well, tomorrow night, you know, you'll get better at it, you know. Yeah, that's what I... Sort of a little bit of a build-up, but then my other questioning was, well, where's Snow during all this? Because right. you were supposed to meet her and you totally just ditched her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it was part girl. of the story. They didn't have much time. Yeah, they time didn't have much time. Because they did have to bring Snow's character back and... In what a way she <laughs> she finds this cave that they're in, and um, they think she's a hunter who's out to kill them. Uh, Ruby saves her, and in the process, some of the guards had followed Snow and end up killing Quinn in the crossfire. And I thought that was interesting because I had to remember that we're still at 
a younger Snow because I was thinking in my head, Snow would know if people were tracking her. But then I remembered that she, at this point, she's still learning. Mm -hmm. She's not the kind of like badass of the woods that, you know, is like, oh, I can track and hunt and do all these things. She's still learning from Ruby and Granny at this point. So I was like, okay, I forgive you for letting the guards follow you and basically leading them right into the wolf lair yeah. is that what it's called den. the den the, the den. den yeah lions have lairs it's <laughs> it's interesting because <laughs> it's interesting because snow and ruby's storyline i feel like is one of the only few that um crossed over after the curse was enacted they're still really good friends in storybrook and they were even when the curse was still around when time was frozen yeah i i didn't notice i didn't realize that but it's very true that they always have had a very special bond mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that maybe that's just the power of you know their true friendship and their family yeah. because but I, even true love sometimes yeah. didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't work out when the curse is enacted and we re- realize that with um, you know Snow and and Prince Charming yeah but I don't know <laughs> anyways back in back in old fairy tale land uh, Quinn dies and then Ruby's mother wants to kill Snow to exact revenge, kind of, um, to help her pay for killing Quinn, killing one of them. So, okay, was it just that, or did her and Quinn have a little thing going on? I don't, I didn't, I I didn't wasn't feel sure. that at all. I mean, did, did you guys see Did they say, maybe I missed it, but was anything said about what happened to Ruby's dad? No. 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 So is he potentially still alive or was he really killed by hunters? Maybe she, he was killed by the mom when she turned into yeah, a wolf. Like a praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> well, Black you know, widow. maybe she turned one night and then oh. ate him kind of like how yeah. Red did with Peter. And then that's when Granny was like, I'm going to take the baby in. Yeah. I just always thought maybe. that... Um, her father was a wolf as well, since they said that they were killed by hunters. Maybe, Maybe he was protecting was her. Yeah, it's a family I feel like affair. The, I feel like so far they've had three women wolves, like because okay. Granny was the wolf, Ruby's mom, or but Red's Quinn, mom. Quinn then, is a wolf. Oh yeah, he's a male. He's a male. We but think. In, on on <laughs> their bloodline, female. it's all females yeah. in their family. That's yeah. what I feel. I, I I don't like how the mother is just. She just seems like there's like no emotional value to her. She's just like I'm just I'm a wolf. I am your mother. Go kill that woman. Like yeah. there was no like the only thing was she was she was upset that Quinn died, but then she was like it was more like you get one death, you kill ours, so kill her now. It wasn't I don't know. Maybe that was the reason why Granny wanted to get Red away from that. It wasn't about hiding her past. It was about hiding her mother and how maybe and she was it's very she animalistic does, yeah. yeah very animalistic very wolf like just you know going for the kill instead mm-hmm. of the human emotions that mm-hmm. we were used to seeing yeah yeah so. and one of the things she does say is that death always follows humans like she kind of blamed mm-hmm. it on humans why people die all around instead of the wolf that right ate them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I like, just thought that was interesting that she was, you know, that's kind of how she thinks of humans, where I don't care if this girl stood by you and you were at your lowest points exactly. at all, um, you still need to take her out because if you don't, I will. And exactly. she will be the end to us all, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those wolves can kick ass. 
just they they were yeah. very strong. Were like, there was one point where I thought that they were also ridiculously fast in their movements when they thought a hunter was coming. I just saw them like spring yeah. into action. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they went into she hiding has. like yeah. split second. It it would be really cool if um, Ruby can learn how to harness that within Storybrooke. Ooh. Oh, that'd be fun to see. Yeah. Well, she was pretty fast at the end, though. We're like, how'd she get outside howling so quick? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but I want to see it faster. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see it, too. Yeah. We, we do want to see it. Yeah. Um, so, as we all know, Ruby's mother ends up dying. With like a fire? And she didn't pit. even seem like... Pit, like when she died, it was like, you killed me. That happened so to me. fast. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. She is very, like, um, one note with her emotions. Yeah, like mm-hmm. mo- monotone. monotone. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maybe that's it wasn't the wolf like, in her. no yeah. last words for her daughter. Like, I'm so happy I found you. Like, go on with of, this. Her last words were kind of like, screw you. You picked her over <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. And look what happened. But- so now we both lose. <laughs> Ruby does say that she, or I mean, Snow is like, you know, you saved me over your mother. Why would you choose me over your family? Mm -hmm. And Ruby says, you are my family. You know, you're more my family than my grandmother is. You're more my family than my mother is because you accepted me for both things. They both wanted to hide a part of me. And, you know, you, you liked me as a whole. You accepted me as a whole. I love them. That's what family does. Yeah, that's what family does. That's what, that's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a very it was a very touching moment and I was glad that we saw it because it like we said, it's definitely something that you saw in Storybrooke mm-hmm. for all this time. So it was very nice to kind of see the backstory because one of the things that everyone keeps telling her, mm-hmm. both in Storybrooke and in Enchanted land of the past is that um they trust her and they know who she really is yeah and it's kind of in that moment where you see how they kind of really made that bond and connection yeah i i i think that the bond the snow and ruby bond is really important because it i think that'll mean that ruby will really try to be helpful in getting snow back into yeah. storybrook yeah yeah she cares about her just as much as, you know, Henry and yeah. David. And I thought another interesting point was at the very beginning of the episode, Snow said to Ruby, um, you know, something along the lines of, I know the real you. I see the real you. And in the middle, in um, Storybrooke, David says the exact same thing. He says, I see the real you. Mm-hmm. It was the same exact quote. And, you know, it's just a testament to how close they are and how they really can see the good in people. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah, it was really nice. So um, I want to move on and talk about Ruby in Storybrooke and how she was a wolf there. Before we do that, I just want to mention, if you aren't watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com or watching us on YouTube, you can also subscribe to us on, or, you know, you can subscribe in general to us on uh, iTunes. We have all of our podcasts there, all of AfterBuzz TV's podcasts. So just go to iTunes store, type in AfterBuzz TV, and you can find our Once Upon a Time podcast, along with tons of other podcasts. We do about 50 per week. So if you have a favorite show on, um, 
you can subscribe to that as well because I'm sure that we do it. Um, <laughs> and then also for our podcast, please rate and comment because we really do read all of those comments and we love to hear your feedback, good or bad. Um, and it, it helps us. It helps us bring you all of this free content. We'd love to know how we're doing. Hopefully the good. Yes, hopefully the <laughs> hopefully good. it's more good than bad. We, we got a lot of great comments um, this past week on iTunes. Edge323, Emmers010, Nani, and Teacher KT. Teacher Katie? I don't know how you pronounce that. <laughs> but uh, thank you for all of those comments. Um, all of those people rated, and they were all really nice in the things that they said about our show, which is amazing. We are continuously trying to improve the show. Um, it's all new hosts from the second season, so if you just listened to the first season, then you know, give us a shot, and hopefully we're, we're doing better. Um, we also got a lot of great comments on YouTube. So if you do have um, any, you know, input, any feedback, we read those comments and hopefully we can try to respond to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any additions to that? And I know. also on YouTube yeah. as well. Yeah. On YouTube. We also have an after blog. After blog is a very new thing that we're doing. Um, and it's basically... In addition to our podcasts, it's a recap and um, some insight, and it's written by our very own. Hey, so yeah, I Takake. <laughs> if you go on AfterBuzzTV.com, uh, there is an AfterBlogs tab, and there's plenty of shows that you can check out. Um, we um, write about our recaps and our thoughts, and yeah. there's a comment box below, so you can comment down. And you know, it, it's a great way to another great way to communicate. And yeah. I would love to have you guys catch up on Once Upon a Time with me. Yeah, and we get those up like Monday or Tuesday. So uh, if you're sitting at work, yeah. want to read, want to kill some free time. And you can't have sound. <laughs> you can read. Uh, the blog. <laughs> yeah, so you can read the blog. We also have um, a ton of other blogs like Boardwalk Empire, uh, Walking Dead, Revolution, Homeland, Revolution, mm-hmm. Homeland. and then uh, X Factor. couple... Yeah, a couple yeah. of reality shows. So, because we just can't stop talking about our favorite shows. I know. Yeah, we can't. You'll definitely want to check that out. But back to our recap for tonight: Ruby in Storybrooke. She is in danger of changing, and she wants to be locked up. So originally. They lock her. <laughs> thank you for that, Stephen. Uh, they lock her in a freezer. She escapes, and she, we think she might have killed Gus Gus. Yeah, we're, kind we're of not scary. sure. Yeah, it's it's all signs are pointing to her, but I don't think we really wanted to believe that she. Yeah. We definitely did didn't it believe again. it when yeah. it happened because if a wolf came around, would you really? <laughs> yeah, right. Would you have half yeah. the body, you know, in a pickup truck and the other half just on the, you know? Well, you know, in the fairy tales, the wolf eat the, um, like in the Brothers Grimm story tale for Red Riding Hood, he, the wolf ate her whole so that the huntsman was able to actually cut open his mm-hmm. stomach and they could walk out. So clearly they don't chew their food. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. If but- it were a wolf, it would have, the whole body would have just been and, gone. And, in the Brothers Grimm fairy tale, though, the wolf isn't a werewolf. It's not yeah. a human. Mm-hmm. It's a wolf. Yeah, it's just, just a wolf. wolf. Um, 
So if you think about it, when she turned back into a human, that would be a huge food baby. <laughs> I mean, and, and here's the thing, you guys, we know that wolves aren't meticulous. You know, they're not going to cut off one half and move the other one into the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it looked like the body was actually torn apart. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. chopped ripped. apart Still, with like an axe, moving. perhaps? Perhaps. We saw <laughs> two pieces I, I just maybe it's too gory for abc who knows <laughs> yeah um but so we're under the impression that it was ruby who killed uh gus gus turns out it's not it's actually king george um <laughs> i mean we all kind of g- guess yes. it was him right yeah yeah um but there's this whole storyline between king george and prince charming who actually is not a prince um king george wants to reveal to the townspeople who Prince Charming really is. He's just a peasant, a pauper, Mm -hmm. um, who they faked being a prince. And he says that he is going to stop at nothing and that the prince should have killed him long ago when he first had a chance. chance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I love this kind of tension between them because I always forget that Charming's not the actual prince Mm -hmm. because he just kind of filled in the role so good and everyone goes like does snow know that he's not oh yeah she does because she met his mom i forgot about that earlier in the season but you know not many people know about it and that's something i always forget about so kind of having king george back around really reminding you of who he really is is kind of exciting it's frustrating mm-hmm. because you just sort of like why didn't you kill him but then you realize that charming's too yeah. nice it and wouldn't have been in his personality yeah, to exactly and i thought it was interesting how you know king george is really the one who started it all and he's blaming prince charming uh, about everything and but he's the one that you know got david mm-hmm. and he, he yeah. just started it and, and he's not blaming himself He's the one who's actually putting up with it. Because yeah. even the real prince wasn't a real prince. Yeah. I think we kind of needed to have another villain now that Regina is kind of being nicer. And Rumpel's trying a little I bit. I still think Rumpel's mm. evil. Rumpel's still shitty. I, th- I think Rumpel has his own, you know... Agenda? Agenda. But maybe he he knows something more about this uh, portal, I guess we'll talk about later. Yeah. I... But I actually think he might have had something yeah. to do with um, King George burning that hat because he doesn't want those people to come back either. I really don't think that he wants the portal to be opened because he knows who's waiting on the other side. But he he does want to have like an opening to go back, doesn't he? Because he was freaking out when he found out that like stepping outside of Storybrooke would make him... I, I think he wants to find Bay, but I think that he's worried about you know, Hook potentially coming back. And I think that there is a huge power struggle or there will be if Korra comes back as well. Right. But I think essentially, essentially he wants Bay back. So I think mm-hmm. he does kind of need the option of having a portal open. Yeah. Somehow. But that's another question. Is right. Bay in the Enchanted Forest or is he Neil? Oh, that's... Uh, oh. that's- I don't know. <laughs> find out when we find out. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. Hopefully Episode 22. <laughs> that is one thing that um, after listening to the official ones podcast, I'm really upset that they no one asked the question, when are we going to find out if Neil is Bay? But I guess there's no indication otherwise that Neil is someone else. 
there's not and there's also yeah there's not mm-hmm. yeah i mean he could just be a normal person but then you'd have to explain a, what was in that box that a normal person would just completely start believing everything and that magic. was just said and in magic and all that so. yeah um another theory is that he's just a random uh other fairy tale character but i don't really know who else he could be mm. i don't yeah, know either. Like, um, I just wanted to say in reference about like King George and Prince Charming not being the real prince. It's so ironic because King George, who has royal blood, whatever, is actually not treating his people like with truth and fairly. Whereas a prince who's actually like a pauper knows how to treat people better and he has a better heart. And it's just just funny how it turns out that way isn't yeah. it kind of right? true with yeah. everyone those right? those who are born with power treat people really badly and those who kind of you That's know don't, at the bottom. don't need it mm-hmm. yeah it's humbling yes mm-hmm. for sure which is why i think i would agree with david if the people found out the truth i think that most of them would still stick by him because he's a genuine person who's they always looked him. out yeah they trust him he might not have been born a prince but he still is worthy of the title now because he's been with them through thick and thin that's true i loved how david he was a bit cocky towards king george and he kept saying that um you can do whatever you want i have all of storybrook to back me up and he really does if you think about it so i'm like he really is confident but did you see how quickly they changed how quickly they turned on him i think it was the fear factor again you know they they assumed ruby had no control and i think this whole episode is really um now i think about it's pivotal because it's like control um takes away fear as you're gonna see in the dream as we see in ruby's character so that was a big theme was the control 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 and trust yeah Yeah. who can you trust Yeah. yeah well david i I really wonder why he went through these lengths to prove that Prince Charming is not who he says he is. He's not, you know, the hero. Um, I mean, he killed someone to prove this point. He just wants to bring him down. He doesn't like him having power, and he wants to be the one in power. He he feels like Prince Charming ruined his life, I think. It's uh, another one of those revengeful situations. Yeah. Where the hate just grows so yeah. much that you do anything. It gets toxic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bad apple. It's intense. <laughs> <laughs> like that one. Yeah. Um, but it, his plan didn't really end up working out. Um, David comes just in the nick of time to save Ruby on the second day that she turned. Um, and there's this whole fight scene. All the townspeople with their pitchforks and crossbows and, and torches. And um, finally, at least they you know learned yeah. from the first mob. The first <laughs> mob didn't have anything. This mob, mob had everything. <laughs> yeah, they were more prepared this time. Yeah. Um, and David and um, Spencer end up you know hashing it out a mm-hmm. little bit. And David ends up saving Ruby. He makes her realize who she is, which I'm kind of surprised by since Peter couldn't do that, being her true love. But that was before she knew how to control it. Yeah. So, 
And Peter didn't know that Ruby was the wolf either. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then he, you know, just got it killed. Was, but right he, he if you remember that episode, he was pleading to her and he's like, it's me. Like, yeah. you have yeah. to realize it's me. And that's the exact same thing that David said. So it was kind of a cool to see that parallel and for her to not actually yeah. kill him. Um, I don't see know what we would have done. She's, she's, she's yeah. matured yeah. as a wolf. And but she's had more control yeah. since then. Right. So yeah. I mean, Peter. it was a different wolf. Like, this one was cowering. Yeah. And the wolf that Peter had was, like, uh, like going towards him. <laughs> yeah. So. Definitely. Um, so during this scene, Spencer escapes. And I think we called this from the beginning of the episode uh-huh. that someone was going to steal Jefferson's hat. Yes. You know, the second, it couldn't be that easy to get back to story or to get back to yeah. the Enchanted Forest. It couldn't be that easy to as make a As soon as the Blue Fairy said, keep this safe in a locked up yeah, place. We and like, yeah. Okay, someone's going to take it. But yeah. why was it so easy for Spencer to escape after like Prince Charming's like, hey, yo, this guy did this and that. The townspeople were like, oh, yeah, make way. You just push, push over grandma. grandma. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> that was, Which, that was by the way, <laughs> Granny badass tonight badass. Yes. she's always badass she's always, she not yeah i yeah. mean she came i thought i i loved it in the opening when we first saw her when she was the welder and then she flips up that thing and it's like oh yeah, yeah. just granny you know yes, granny doing <laughs> just granny thing. welding and then <laughs> granny comes out with the crossbow and shoots yeah. spencer's like clips his hand or something I, to- I was hoping though that if david didn't have the cojones or like didn't have the means to kill Spencer that granny would step up to the plate and kill him and I guess she did nick him a little bit but I just I don't like him (laughs) yeah definitely stopped him with the arrow yeah and I and I I feel like if she had wanted to hit him she would have yeah yeah it was a warning shot so but he still ran away yeah I love how granny's character is the same in both in the yeah. fairy tale mm-hmm. and in Storybrooke, because the other characters they're kind of similar and different, but Granny's more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love how she said, um, you know, she still maintains some of the wolf qualities, where even though she, uh, and it's a curse because she runs a hotel so she can hear everything that right. goes on. <laughs> Which makes me wonder how many secrets she's heard over the 28 years. Or, oh. I mean, I guess maybe not over the 28 years, but over the past few days? Or, you know? Yeah, yeah. see, ABC, we need a Granny Backstory episode. Or maybe like, that'll come into play later when on. August was there, what did he, you know, do and say at the uh, end? What did yeah. Granny hear? Yeah. Yeah. Why has no one gone to check on him in that room? Well, because he's gone. Remember? Oh, yeah, he disappeared. He left. Oh, yeah. So we think. And hopefully we'll find out more about that as well. (laughs) But um, I guess the King George versus David battle will continue on throughout this season. Um, Why Why wasn't King... I'm sorry. Why wasn't King George, like, locked away after... Their little bonfire extravaganza where he, he threw the hat he in. He just gets away with everything, I, I mean, guess. he still killed a person, and he, he was yeah. not locked away at I, all for a murder. Saying. Maybe like, we'll see that in go. the next episode. Like, he'll finally get justice. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Because, we'll like, see. I mean, they have him right there. He didn't escape this time. He's yeah. actually standing there talking about how, yeah, I did it. <laughs> and pr- kind of proud of yeah. it, in do, a way. Do you think but. he'll be his own defense attorney? <laughs> As he is an attorney? He could represent himself. He could. But we only saw King George and David together. It was just them two at the end. And so, Ruby. Yeah, and Ruby. Yeah. But 
maybe we'll see more people trying to get him afterwards. Yeah, bust out the cuffs, man. I would like to see him go down. I don't think... I mean, maybe we'll see more backstory because we do know that he was once in love and maybe he was once a good guy, but I feel like I don't know if there's any way of him not being evil at this point. This is true. Yeah. (laughs) So... Down with King George. (laughs) Off with his head. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Last topic of the night. I want to discuss um, the whole dream sequence. We were told that we were going to find out more about these dreams. And it happened in both Storybrooke and in present day Enchanted Forest. Where Aurora had a bad dream. And Henry had a bad dream. And in the, the last dream sequence of the night... Um... Rumpelstiltskin had given Henry this medallion or what? Something like a necklace. vial. Yeah. Necklace. Yeah. Necklace vial. That helped him control his actions in the dream. And um, in, you know, when they fall asleep, Aurora and Henry fall asleep at the same time. And Henry is able to control his actions. He, you know, diminishes the fire um, a little bit. And calls out to Aurora. He's like, hey, you over there. <laughs> what you do? You? <laughs> um, What's up? Yeah. Fancy see you here. <laughs> <laughs> and Aurora wakes up. Henry wakes up. Aurora wakes up and um, calls Snow and um, Emma over. And she says, I saw this boy. He talked to me. And he said... His name is Henry. I just got chills again. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, wow. That's really good. So do we think that this dream is um, a means of communication or is it potentially a portal? I think it's a ways of communication because if you think about it, dreams in real life, they are a way of solving people's problems. Mm-hmm. And so I think that will that principle just will translate over to this type of storyline it's a way of communication maybe a way to find out how to get out yeah well well i was just gonna say something that rumple said was that you know their souls travel to these yeah other worlds and i know like the previews we kind of saw henry trying to be a brave person and do some stuff so i feel like it's I mean, we know it has to be some sort of darker magic because it comes from the sleeping curse. But what exactly does that entail that it's like their souls that are doing this? It's more like astral projection. Well, yeah, yeah. it's I mean, it's you in your in your dream state. Um, I think that I know we saw the dream catcher last time. But one of the things that the Indians or Native Americans always believed is that that's still a state of, you know, your being. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe it'll come into play. Yeah, I mean, um, but de- oh no, oh, go on. Um, it's definitely, I think, definitely a means of communication, and it's going to definitely play further, especially since we saw like the pre for the next in two weeks, the next episode. Mm-hmm. I hope it might be a kind of a portal, but if anything, it'll be a way for them to like figure oh out to get in sync. Yeah, I yeah. Think. to at least uh, say that they're safe. Yeah, and mm-hmm. maybe. But do we think that? Aurora can now communicate as well, or is it just Henry that can? I think I feel like Henry can by talking to her this first time. I feel like it's going to be Henry letting her know, like, hey, this isn't, you know, we can control our state of being yeah. here and sort of helping her relax so that she's not freaking out. And then they can talk over that way and maybe be warn everyone that Cora's yeah. still out there. Uh, yeah. and- now, now she knows who Henry is. 
but Henry doesn't necessarily know who she is I, yet. I think that since Aurora told Snow and Emma, like, I spoke to a boy named Henry, they're going to be like, oh, you need to try to talk to him. And then it's going to kind of play Come into that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she technically can't control her actions unless she has this amulet well, medallion Maybe thing. she'll learn. I mean, yeah. Henry can control it, though. So there is some level of... He could um, take down the fire. Yeah, he could he take can, down yeah. the fire. Make it easier I think that will help her relax. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's not fire all around yeah. her. Yeah. Right. But if you remember from last episode, Snow said that she had the same sort of dreams after, um, you know, her sleeping curse. And she said that they went away after a while. So we don't know how long this means of communication or a portal is going to be available. That's yeah, I thought right. that too. So they better act quick. Yeah, Could be, because um, Rumple said once the soul is free, then you don't have these dreams anymore. Yeah, so I guess now they're going to be telling people, go back to sleep, go back to sleep, I have a message <laughs> to send through. Yeah. Henry <laughs> won't like, need his coffee anymore. Yeah, Henry's going to stop drinking the coffee and just start sleeping all day. Yeah. Not a bad life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, the sleeping Rick Van part. Winkle. Maybe I, he'll show up. <laughs> Dude, that'd be cool. I know, right? <laughs> there are so many other stories that I feel like they could include in one. So many. That haven't yeah. been tapped into yet. But there, there's a lot. For some reason, every time I... Because there's all these commercials on TV now about Moby Dick. It's like for the tablet readers or something. I keep going, oh, oh man, yeah. that'd be cool if like... You know, Moby Dick came into Once Upon a Time. And Moby Dick is probably the same. They would make it the same, same whale, whale as in, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. as in um, Pinocchio. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So any other yeah. thoughts on tonight's episode before we get into news and gossip? I liked it. Yeah. I, <laughs> Thank I you, Marissa. <laughs> yeah. I, I really did enjoy, you know, seeing more Ruby and getting a little bit more answers about the dream that we were all wondering about. So. Yeah, that dream part was probably... I mean, I love Ruby, but getting some answers on that dream the week after it was brought up was excellent. Thank you, yeah. producers. <laughs> like, thank God they, someone brought that up again. They yeah. had to do that like huge dream sequence right before. Like we had to wait two weeks to see the next <laughs> thing. No, but I, I liked how they actually showed the burning room because mm-hmm. in last week's episode when they first mentioned it, they just described it, and so we can make up with our own imaginations what it looked like. Yeah. But then they actually physically, visually showed us. Marissa, you said during the episode that the the red room of doom looked very similar to the wolf's the cave. Wolf's yeah. There's hmm. red curtains yeah. and stuff. So, I don't know. I kind of wanted to hope that they were somehow related, related but yeah, the den had windows. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Which how did it have? I thought they were underground. It was. I feel like it's just one of those sub-level basements. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Like where it's. It reminded me of Game of Thrones. Not that far. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thorns, perhaps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. let's move on into news and gossip with Tiana. Yay. <laughs> oh, there there we, we go. go. Okay. So this news is kind of sad, but it could be good. I don't know. Um. Anyways. Eon Bailey, who plays August, was just cast in the lead role for a TNT pilot called Trooper. So it's oh. it's just a pilot as of right now, which, I mean, it could not get picked up for a season. It's also on TNT, which is a cable station. It's, you know, shorter seasons, and they kind of split it. So what does that mean for August is all I'm thinking about. 
right yeah. now. It could mean that he's not around as much, but again, with a shorter season for this show, if it goes through, he could still come on for a couple guest star spots yeah. and stuff. And in first season, I guess he was only in there a few times. Yeah, but I'm I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, we cannot just completely write August out no, of this story no. now. Well, then the same goes for um, the actor, I don't remember his name, who plays in Sydney. Yeah, Flash. he's in he's so in, many things. Yeah, he's in yeah. Revolution, Revolution right now. now so. he, wasn't he in Breaking Bad as well? Yeah, but I think he died. Oh, I don't I watch know. that show, though. Don't but, tell me. But oh. only on season four. <laughs> oh, I don't watch the show, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just the fact that, like, um, yeah, actors can be cast in another TV show, but they can still come back. Yeah. yeah. So that was my kind of sad news. But um, in t- the Twitter world, this guy, Anthony Cov- Covino, started a Twitter campaign to get the cast of Once Upon a Time on Entertainment Weekly, which obviously paid off a- about a month ago. They were... Mm-hmm on there so now his new thing is he's trying to get josh and jennifer goodwin to host snl so he started a new twitter campaign (laughs) i would love that for uh to get them to host snl so he's been tweeting at the snl people and trying to get people to pick up on it and stuff think of how many cool skits they could do i mean once upon a time i don't know if you guys watch but last year they actually had a skit on there that was the real housewives of disney and it was about all the disney princesses (laughs) so i mean they already did that once so coming in you could have a lot of fun with this show on snl absolutely seeing those two together i mean they obviously already have good chemistry so has there ever been a two hosts for... Mary-Kate and Ashley used to do it. Well, yeah, but true. they're twins. Yeah, they're twins, so they only count as one person. You couldn't just have Mary-Kate do it. <laughs> it would be odd. Yeah, that would be odd. Um, and another Twitter campaign that started up, I actually saw this a couple times today, Bailey Madison, who plays Young Snow. She's has, awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. All her um, followers are trying to get her on Ellen's show. Aww. So they're tweeting um, Bailey for Ellen. and We're actually trying cute. to get her on our show. Yeah, so Hopefully Bailey for AfterBuzz. <laughs> Start a Twitter campaign. Yeah. Uh, get her here. All of our listeners, start that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And just the last bit, this was a fun piece. I didn't realize that Jennifer Goodwin and Jennifer Morrison knew each other for years and are actually really close friends. But um, Jennifer Goodwin was quoted this week saying, It's funny how these things work out. I said at the time that if I had to spend the rest of my life in another country, they shoot in Canada, this would be the person talking about Jennifer I want it to be with. Oh. And I just thought that was really sweet because not only is she the luckiest girl because she's dating Josh and getting to work with him, but she's also working with one of her best friends. So Mm -hmm. this, and she's playing because she's a Disney freak and Snow White's like her (laughs) favorite princess. She's playing her favorite princess too. So she's kind of knocked it out of the ballpark yeah, with this job right here. Yeah, lucked oh. out. Seriously? Yeah. And good I for just, her, though. Yeah, <laughs> and I never knew they were such good friends, but it kind of makes, makes it sense. obvious because their on-screen chemistry is so good that you knew that they are get yeah. along, but you didn't know that, you know, they've known each other for years yeah. and they're actually, like, best friends. Well, Snow That's... has chemistry with a lot of people. On yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just means Snow's a nice person. Yes. Yeah. Snow? Yeah. Or Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> she can be Snow, too. They are both. She is all of it. She is. They are one. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's move right along into predictions for tonight. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I like how you mouse the predictions. <laughs> um, so, predictions for tonight. 
We saw a little bit of next week's episode. What did you guys think of that? It looks like... In two weeks. In oh, two, two weeks. weeks. Sorry. And it looks like they're asking Henry to do something with this dream thing that's dangerous, which is why I'm scared, because it's dealing with souls, and he's such a... He's such a young boy to be dealing with, like, the fact of his soul being on the line, but... Yeah. I think Henry can handle it, though. Yeah. You know, him, of all people... He he's the one who like knows everyone. Yeah, and uh, I think I predicted a while back that Henry's gonna save the day. He's gonna save all of them somehow. So I think he's definitely gonna play an integral role. Yep. I mean, he's in getting Emma and Snow back. He's got the determination mm-hmm. and the love and the will. He now he's got the I guess the extra power to communicate yeah he said um he wants to be a hero but i feel like he kind of already is i mean he's Mm -hmm. the one that brought emma Emma back back to storybrooke that's huge i mean none of this would have happened without (laughs) him the curse would not have gotten broken without him going to find her yeah so any other predictions for next week we see king george will get get his judgment day kind of yeah but hopefully, hopefully uh, more Regina or Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. I think they they have powers that are going to be really useful. Yeah. And we see Cora come back too. Yeah, Cora. I want to learn more about uh, Neil. I would I like to see you that. like that him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to know <laughs> if he's going to make his way back to Storybrooke now that that postcard came yeah. saying that the curse is broken. So. I also want to see if Hook ever got down that. That beanstalk. Oh, and oh. you know what I want to know? A lot of questions. The money that Neil gave to August to or Emma that. never got to her. So I want to know what August did with that. Hookers. No. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Brothel. <laughs> Brothel. The world uh, flare. You know, I still think, you know, how last week's episode, Emma asked the giant for another favorite. I don't think... Keeping Hook was another fi- another favorite. I think she still does have a bean somehow. Yeah. Like the like the mm. giant Maybe she her asked saying for the that necklace that he had. Like, I think Emma has a bean. That would be somehow. cool. The giant will be back. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, so. I think so. Well, <laughs> but they're still stuck. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're they're kind of kind of goes my prediction. Yeah. Well, let us know your predictions. We will be on Twitter all week talking to fans. Um, So if you have anything that you want to talk to us about, um, Once Upon a Time related, then feel free to shoot us um, some tweets. I am on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. I'm at TweetTee22, T-W-E-E-T-E-E-22. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A Movies. And I'm at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S Kaorius. And don't forget to check out the after blog for Once Upon a Time. Yes. Yeah. And then you can find all of us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV and on Instagram as well at AfterBuzzTV. So make sure to follow us on both. Um, until next time, we don't have a show next week, but we will be back the following Sunday, November 25th, I believe, um, at 10 p.m. Pacific. So make sure to tune in to that episode. And we'll catch you in the meantime. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.